All right, hello, I'm Jay. And I'm Rachel. And this is the No Podcast. Yes, where we talk about uh, K-pop, BL, weird stuff, sometimes ASMR, just on my part, um, things that have happened. <laughs> uh, so many things that have happened. Uh, <laughs> in so many different realms of that word. Like, cause it's such a, it's a spectrum of things that have happened this week. Like, <laughs> so on, on my end of things, um, I'm on a date Friday. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't go into detail because is this a lot? I'm still processing. Okay. There's a lot to process. Okay. So much information. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I oh go ahead. So much to process. <laughs> but I will say, I can tell I've grown as a person. Okay, <laughs> that that's always great. Because like I went into it, you know, wasn't really nervous. Was it like I was? It was a Friday, you know. It was a Friday. We chilled outside with Starbucks, you know. Okay, okay. Like, no nerves, no butterflies, no, oh, I mean, that's it is, you know, kind of thing should associate with a first date. I feel like also, like, in association with your growth is, like, the particular things that you have been through. You were like, girl, if it happened, it happened, you yeah. know? So, like, <laughs> so you like, you like, you know, why freak out, you know? Like. If it goes to shit, it was going to go to shit at some point. Right. Like, <laughs> like. Like, there's really nothing you can really do about that if it had happened. So, it's just like, me, yeah. We're here. We're either going to have a good time or we're going to leave. <laughs> right. Like, <sighs> well, on my front, it's uh, nothing as, like, juicy as that. Um, my tub broke. <laughs> And it's been, like, this week-long process of getting it fixed. And basically, like, getting me a new tub and... Boy, has it been a time, but also, boy, have I learned a lot of things about tubs. <laughs> also, um, like I was telling Jay earlier, so basically the tub is, like, in there now because I can technically use it. We're just waiting on certain things to, like, dry because I'm going to take a bath tonight since I can do that now and I'm so excited. Um, and But also, <laughs> my favorite quote of the week, have you ever drawn a man with a tub on his shoulders? <laughs> well have you drawn a t- man with a tub on his shoulders well now I have because like, <laughs> at the time no but now I have because like I um the tub man came over and you know we were talking about stuff and then like all of a sudden he was like oh so you draw and then like that went into a thing and then I gave him my business card and now I may have a new client hey. so yeah <laughs> So that, you know, that worked out very well. I got a new tub. I got a new client. Like, I'm gooch. Like you got money. Right. Like, so, also, like, because I told him my rates, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I was like, oh, oh, that easy? I was, I was, I was ecstatic. But, uh, like, so, yeah, that's, that's what's been happening. But it's just been, like, this ongoing thing, because this was actually supposed to happen Wednesday, and today is Sunday, and it's still happening, and it will still be happening tomorrow, because they still have more finishing touches, because they have to put my, um, what are those called? Uh, the, the the little step things on the wall, they have to put those back on because they had to tear those out because the thing came out. So, but 
that, the shower rod, and the caulking on the faucet are like the last thing they have to do. So yeah, it's it's been a process. It's actually been uh, faster than I thought, but at the same time, it's been a long process. Like, so I was like, obviously they know what they're doing, but yeah, because girl, I didn't I didn't know what was gonna happen with this. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be you know our, our resident like like I was, <laughs> I was like I like an episode of um Parks and Rec. Oh god, <laughs> where things just keep going awry. Yeah, and you're just like okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. oh yeah. all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I thought was gonna happen. Thankfully, that only happened a little bit, but it, it quickly rectified itself. So, whew. But yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was a very odd week. It was a very good week. Also, got a phone call from a person that I wasn't expecting today. But um, yeah. Uh, let's get into the YouTube shout out, huh? Uh. <laughs> so, also this week, part of last week and this week. I've been looking into book binding because I was like, why not? You know, like, you know, I, I, I like ventures like this. And it's kind of like sewing and drawing. And so it's just like, hey, those are the things I like to do. And I combine them. So this week's YouTube shout out is a channel called Sea Lemon. And it's this lady named Jennifer. Like, that's like her brand name, Sea uh, Lemon. And so she has this channel where she basically teaches you all about like book binding bullet journaling like um she has like this thing called like disc disc binding where you have like these little discs instead of like imagine like a spiral notebook but instead of like the spirals there's these like plastic discs and you can like put however many pages in you want take those out put pockets in and stuff like that and so like she really does that a lot and so i was looking at that but she also teaches you like traditional book binding with <laughs> oh that's my phone going off oh okay <laughs> You know, why not? Yeah, you every, know. Every time, it's always something. <laughs> it's always so, Remember last time it was a ghost? Like that, the weird ghost noise? <laughs> oh, and I figured that out. I figured out what that was. What was it? Like, someone over there uh -huh. was like making something. Oh, oh, I forgot, y'all. It's like right there. Oh, okay. Okay, because like y'all apartments are back to back. Okay. Yeah. So someone was like... Putting something together. Huh. Well, I'll be. Uh, I heard it, like, the next day. Okay. Because I was like, what is that? But, yeah. But, no, like, she does, like, traditional, also, like, book stitching. Like, because, you know, back in the olden days, we didn't have, like, staples or, you know, like, just chunk it out. They had to stitch the spines of the books. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, she does, like, traditional stitching methods. She also does, like, the segment where she goes to the Dollar Tree and she gets like planners and notebooks that have obviously just been thrown in the bottom of the, the pile and she makes them over into like actual like cute things that you can use so yeah it's just like that's mainly like the stuff um she tried bullet journaling for a year and she logged that i can't do bullet journaling it's just not my thing i don't get the point of it like i just like i I just don't get it, but like I, I like to see other people's progress, and like I said, she did it for a year, and like it was, it, it worked for her. So yeah, uh, see lemon. I will see how this goes with me bookbinding, cause I, I right now I have it to the point where I can do everything except for make the paper, which I'm just not gonna do because no. Oh, like, <laughs> it's some paper, you know, like <laughs> add that to your resume, paper maker. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to go down that route. I'll let you know if I do, but, like, for right now, I just want to, I get regular already made papers and, like, just making the books 
should be enough of a challenge. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. And now we're going to... Um, I don't know. Shoot. All right. Yeah! <laughs> I was trying to like think of like a little fun thing or a pun for yeah like you know transitioning because i was going to say something about stitching i was like that doesn't work like like yeah. <laughs> like that didn't work like ah. oh well we're here now like <laughs> you go first okay so um actually this was one that i was gonna i was supposed to talk about last week but things had happened um because you know we already talked about max getting married and of course like last week he put out a song called that love and at first, I was expecting it to be a ballad. I think that's why I wasn't, like, just gravitating towards it. Because, like, you know, it's like, ballads are good. It's not my thing. But, they're, they're, you know, it's a, it's a ballad. But it wasn't. Um, it was a little bit upbeat. You know, it showed off the vocals, obviously. And, you know, it's like Pastel King and, like, all this little stuff going on. But, yeah, it was more upbeat than, like, the normal ballad. It wasn't just, like, the, the sorrowful singing. But it was really good. And, of course, like, the video was good because, you know. SM and they, uh, they visuals uh, especially when it's like a it's kind of like the the ones where they do it's kind of like a slice of life anime where it's like him just doing normal stuff and saying how he messed up and how is he gonna deal without that love cause he's like oh he didn't he didn't fucked it up and everybody was like he just got married what does this mean and I was like this was pre-recorded you guys like <laughs> like this has nothing to do with that man's marriage okay calm down like <laughs> so yeah it was it was a good little song Um, this is like a, a touch of an update of a story I talked about like forever and a day ago. Okay. Um, so as we know, the produce scandal oh, gosh. happened a while ago where yeah. um, essentially producers place certain members into the group mm-hmm. for the final lineup. Yeah. And so, you know, Rick devoting. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> topical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, a great time um, to bring that up. <laughs> They've actually come out and announced like some of the people that were supposed to make the lineup. Oh, they were supposed to have that chance. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and so the one you know, the only one I really knew was um, Kaya from After School, because like she was like a fan favorite for the entire season, but then ended up not making the group. We were just like, how? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now we, I mean, we know how now. Mm. So yeah, and so um. They said they weren't going to reveal the members that were placed in the group. Okay. Just to protect the artists because they did not know the label did Yeah, that. like it's not their fault either. So. And so that would just, you know, look bad on them. So like, we're not going to reveal the identities of those members within the group. But, you know, the people that were supposed to make it, mm-hmm. here they are. Yeah. Because, like I said, you can't do that. Because, like I said, they didn't know what was going on. Like, it's all, you know, you know who fault it was. Like, you know, like. Yeah, it's like the label did it. Like, that's not their fault. Yeah. So. <sighs> oh, well. <laughs> like, hope, like, I would hope that, you know, they get something. Yeah. To come out of this, other than just be like, oh, well, you were just cheating on your spot. Or this. And it's like also successful group, right? It's like now we know who you are. Okay, like shit, give them a song or something. You know, like, <laughs> gosh. So, my favorite uh, long boy, 
who was previously in some mess, not really, uh, Chanyo, like, <laughs> is, um, part, has partnered with Prada, and people have been losing their shit, because, you know, he got billboards in New York, so it's like, someone's like, K-pop fan walking down the aisle, it's like, wait a minute, is that Chanyo? It was. He has like several billboards, and everybody's like, "Long boy is here," you know. Like, it's well, I can imagine being like that EXO fan from like back in the day. Exactly. I'm just like, why does he look familiar? <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, and then you go home, like, cause you you see, no, it. you don't think about it. That's then, what I'm saying, like. And then like you see it, like you're just like, you know, you subscribe to like that one random EXO fan page, <laughs> and you're like, holy you're... fuck. <laughs> It's like you're walking, you're like, is that? Wait, who is that? And then you go home, like, you're like, wait. Oh! <laughs> like, it's changed. It's funny because you said, like, uh, the one EXO fan page, I was like, the one I've been on since, like, 2013. Like, because, <laughs> hey, you know, they, they're still out here. So I was like, yeah, that would be amazing. And it, it's so great. I was like, look, look at, look at, look at them, look at the tall boy. It, it's great. And I wonder. Because, you know, like, we were talking about all the, the, the false myths that had happened, like, in weeks prior. Because, you know, like, obviously people know about this before it happens, like, before the billboards. Somebody's trying to do this, and, like, that all that crazy stuff in a in an effort to try to sully his name before this. Like, it probably happened, but it's just like, y'all did a bad job. Like, <laughs> you did a very bad job. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> girl. But, yeah, now I just think about that and laugh, because it's so funny. It's hilarious. The flight attendant. Oh, my God. But yeah, good for Chanyeol. Like, uh, also these EXO boys and these brand deals. Like, baby, they 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 said we out here, out here. We've been out here, but we out here right now. We, like Prada, and then like you got Kai Gucci, and then you got like Lay. Lay still counts. Lay, like you know, like all of them got like stuff. I was like, go on, go here, get your boy Suho on something. You know, like. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so that all no! right. <laughs> Um, so, my second thing actually isn't K-pop. Ha-ha. Uh, oh, okay. I've got you. Uh, <laughs> Never suspected. <laughs> it's actually J-pop. Oh, oh. Look here. Look, look at here. Girl, wait. Like, <laughs> we flew it out to Japan. Girl, do I need to wipe off my shoes? You know, I, you know I was in that too. Like. <laughs> so, um... You know, YouTube recommended. That's what it does. It recommends yeah. things. I usually don't buy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this time. <laughs> yeah. So, Cam Crunch's group, their name, they're called Fakie. Okay. Um, and Fakie stands for um, Fantastic Tokyo or um, Five Ass-Kicking Youngsters. Okay. Double meaning. All right. Look out. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I believe they debuted in a, uh, 2013, yes, as a five-member group. Okay. Um, with Anne, Anna, Diane, Tina, LaFang, and Mikayo. Mi- Mikako. Wait. <laughs> okay. Anne and Anna. Like, like... <laughs> So, essentially, their thing was their um, kind of like a like a little, little bit of Middleton pot. Okay. Okay. Because 
we'll talk about Thomas later. Well, in a second. Because, <laughs> um, like, I like about half of it was, like, Korean-American. Or, like, and then there was, like, one that was, like, not Korean, Japanese-American. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, like, one that was, like, Japanese and Australian, I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, in uh, 2015, <laughs> uh, Tina and Diane said, um, we don't like the direction of the group, so we're going to go. Okay, been nice, but we're leaving. <laughs> they, they, they left. And then they added in Akina, who's also Japanese-American. Okay. Um, and so they, from there, promoted as a four-member group um, with Anna as the leader. And then in 2018, Miss Anna said, um, I'm going to go be an actress. Okay. It's been fun. Do you, boo. <laughs> And so she's she's out here acting now. She is gonna be in the Fast and Furious Nine. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. They, why did they come with a shock to me? Like, did you say she out there acting? I don't know why. Like, because like you know, like especially like in K-pop, you know, they go act is like oh they're gonna be like web series or like some K dramas. Yeah, Fast, Fast and, and Furious Nine. Baby, she said I'm out here. <laughs> like, <laughs> she said I got opportunities. Yeah, she said when I said I'm gonna act, I was like act act. Not not a drama, not a way. I'm going to the silver screen. I'm like, <laughs> and so from there, um, they added um, Taki and oh my goodness, what was her name? Ow, Taki. I promise, like, I had, I promise, <laughs> I promise, I, like, I had all this together. Oh, no. <laughs> Forgot to write the correct line up. Ha-ha. Oh, no. me. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Taki and Hina. Yes. And Taki is Portuguese? Japanese? Okay. You know, we, we keep up with a theme. Here. Yeah, we have a theme. We keep it. Hey, that's um, what you do. That's how you. That's how you stay strong. Like so, now they're a five member group again, because Anna left. Yeah, twenty eighteen. So they they've they've been keeping busy. You know, they do modeling. They do acting. They're booked. Yeah, they're booked and busy. <laughs> and they also, at one point, um, combined with a group called Fem. F-E-M-M. I'm guessing that's from. I don't know. I might be wrong. And um, they combined to make supergroup Feminine. I see where they were going. (laughs) (laughs) I I see what was going going on there. And so I think that happened last year. And so now they're back to running as um, Fakie again. Okay. You know, a little crossover that you needed. (laughs) So I've been listening to the Fakie ever since. I, I love like when you when you get this one thing and you're like, yeah, it's time to deep dive. Like yeah, it's, it's time it's time to see their discography. I wanna I wanna see more. What's this? Yeah. Like, so, um, I found them through Little More, which was the song that they put out last week. Mm, oh, okay. <laughs> so like they just just had a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then over the next couple of weeks, we think that Akina's gonna have a solo. 
Because okay. they, they posted a tease for Friday, and it just had her tagging us, so we're like, so my debut. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what's coming from Fakey. I love that they're like still promoting for like you said last week. I said, oh, they still like out yeah. there, out there. Like, <laughs> oh, also their fandom name. Um, so uh, the side I said they had two listed. Mm-hmm. So the first one was Fakey Mania. Okay. <laughs> and then the second one was Fakers. We know which one Jay Graham is going to That's that's on brand for you. Like like like. <sighs> well, um, speaking of a solo comeback, uh, you know, like last week we uh, we talked about it, like it's finally happened, Kai's solo de- debut, um, and you know, like this week, here comes the the teaser images in the trailer. And the first set of teaser images was lime green super mullet. Don't you just love it? Neon lime green super mullet. I said, wow. (laughs) Don't you just love it? That SM signature. I was like, girl. That's how you know SM is invested. That's what I was just going to say. Someone has a mullet there invested. It's like the mullet and the shaggy top. And so... I was like, so this comeback gonna be great. You know, I already knew it was gonna be good, but like, it's gonna be great. They were super <laughs> because after that, because how can we forget that? But after that, there was a second um, set of uh, teaser images, which actually I think they dropped yesterday or like earlier today, and it was regular mullet. It was a black mullet. I said, wow, they had to given all types of mullet. And uh, in between these two, like, teaser image drop, there was a mood board. And, like, the mood board, it was, no, a mood sampler, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> mood sampler. And so it was basically, like, him in the back of a truck, and then they were, like, giving, you know, a little, little, little music. I was like, okay. Can't, you know, sometimes, like, you give a music and you could, like, judge the tone. Can't judge the tone just yet. Can't, can't judge it, you know. Obviously the dancing, obviously the torso is gonna be there. Um, but like, <laughs> but like, I, I would it be like a cat appearance without right the torso? Like yeah. So <laughs> so I was like I, I get that, but I'm I'm trying to gauge the tone. Obviously I'm gonna listen to it when it come out. But yeah, so we're getting closer and closer to that date. But I like the teaser images for this one, the ones that dropped recently the best because that was the one like the shadow image had the little uh, nip slip out. Oh, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what this? And so, you know. That high fashion nipple. Yeah, yeah, it's like a high fashion nip slip. I was like, okay, okay, silhouettes, but still titties, okay, you know, like, I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And so, we'll see where it goes, because, like, when I saw them first, it was that lime green mullet. I said, what is this? Like, I'm going to still listen, but what is this? And then, like, this one, I was like, I don't know where I'm going, but I like it. Like, you know, like, I'm already on board, obviously. Like, like the teasers are giving me, telling me that it's going to be like, there's going to be some heavy bass. Okay. Maybe a touch of EDM. Yeah, like, the, the first one were giving me a little touch of that. Some yelling. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be Kai. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be Kai without. It wouldn't be that classic Kai. Some uh, yelling, but, but like, we're going we gonna to strip it all down for a good you know, vocal branch. Yeah, because like he got, because he got to show that off. You know, 
gotta shut it off. He's like, I worked hard on this. You know, I'm not just yelling kind of more. Kind of like in the vein of an obsession. I would like that. I don't think like I obviously I would like that, but I don't know if they're gonna just lean heavily in it. That might be some of it, but I don't know if they're gonna lean heavy into that. I don't know because like, you know. We got the ballad singers out there already. Yeah. Like we've got. Also, I just don't think I could be a ballad singer. I just listen. I love yeah. my baby. I don't think this is so. <laughs> with going the route of like an obsession, we can lean more into the dancing. We can lean more into the rapping. We don't have to necessarily have a chorus that is vocals. We could just be like a beat drop vocal um, um, chorus. That'd be the EDM. Like yeah, so. Maybe. I I see it. I would, like I said, I would love that. I just don't know because you know sometimes SM does a whoop. Uh, like, <laughs> you'll 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 have a perfect lineup and then they'll do that. Like <laughs> SM, SM the um SM boys the XM boys. I don't think that's the, that's the golden cow there. They like mm, can't mess this one up. All right, you're right. You're right. We'll see. We'll see. Also, I love, like, people, it was just, like, a little add-on, but, like, people were, like, freaking out about how big Kai's couch was when he did the episode of Living Alone. That was just funny to me. Like, <laughs> I was like, leave the man couch alone. <laughs> oh, speaking of Kai on his couch. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> a kiss? <laughs> My favorite is Kai did a V-Live. Or, I don't know if it's V Live or Instagram. I think it was Instagram. Yeah, I think it was Instagram. <laughs> and oh, I think he was. I forgot the dude he was talking to. I think it's from either Vix or uh, ACE. Okay. <laughs> but. And like, he was like, Kai, can you send me a, a coffee tray? He was like, Kai was like, oh, you just need to ask, you know, tell me what you need. I got you. Yeah. You know, we buds. He was like, okay. Is that what you need to kill? He was like, can, can you bring me some money? He's like, oh, you asking He said money? <laughs> like, like, but also, you just not going to slip that in. I think we're not going to hear it. Oh, she need a kid? I said, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, not Kai. I'm himself is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it wasn't that. He said he thought that we were going in a different direction, obviously. And he said money. He said, it's not material. <laughs> it's not about the material things with you, okay? Uh, I was like, girl, I'm saving my little penis. So I can get another couch. Because like, <laughs> that couch is expensive. And he was like, you know, you know, like, yeah, I got my money. Yeah, you know, I want to some golden children. But also, they're a conglomerate. And they be taking their they half. I mean, not their half, but they, they percentage. So, you know, I'm saving my coins. You want to kiss? I got you. But you want anything else? No, ma'am. <laughs> Speaking of conglomerates... Um, Big Hit Entertainment. Oh, gosh. Um, they bought Zico's company. Oh. Because, <laughs> like, they've been, you know, snatching that. Just grabbing. Left right. <laughs> like, they bought Source. They bought um, Pletus. Mm-hmm. Now they bought Zico's label. They bought another label. I can't remember what name of it was. Hmm. I think they got acquired um, uh, FNC's acting division I think they've got them too okay like they said yum yum give me give me give me all of it like like, (laughs) they said we out here for it all (laughs) like while that's great for you know those companies yikes (laughs) you know 
like monopoly can you say monopoly like because that's what that is like <laughs> who they said you don't have none of that no more like <laughs> we'll take you yeah <laughs> just scooping i'm like oh okay big hit they said that we gonna live up to this name <laughs> and then oh funny happening um nana was trending this week oh no carol what happened so, um, Big Hit put out, like, this little, fun little compilation of, like, all the artists singing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it was Dynamite. And so, they threw Nana in there, and I was like, who is she? And I was like, oh, these, these the new babies, they don't know nothing. I love that. Who is she? Ooh. Like, I, that hurt me a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, no, I get it. Because, like you said, the new, but wow. Who, the Nana. Who is she? Who is she? Oh, yeah, like, oh she's so pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't get over the who is she. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the who is she like like we say it. It's who is she. They they legitimately want to know. Wow. <laughs> wow. An icon. That is not a... <laughs> who is she? That's good. That, that stung a little bit. <laughs> Man, I'm old. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it was good to see Nana. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like hopefully with you know, uh, my my brain, you know, being the hopeful place that it is, optimistic, <laughs> they would bring back you know after school and Preston. <laughs> oh, girl, you asking a lot. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but like, big it now has like. The, they yeah, catalog and like all their stuff so it's just like come on do the right thing they got the power to do label, it that label literally threw them away <laughs> ooh wee please ooh wee <laughs> that's a tall it's still a tall order like you said they can do it that's still a tall order cause you know that second generation disrespect <laughs> baby that's it no, that plead is disrespect yeah. to women, to girl groups. Like, I just, well. Now it is time to waddle on over to Luna Weekly. <laughs> and so um, this week, Miss Eve is back on Fact and Star. Her big return. I know everybody's excited. The, uh, the fact and start um, staff rejoiced. Yeah, <laughs> I was like baby, you were you was it. You come on. And so um, the first guest for her was Weekly, which Gian from Weekly is like the biggest Luna fan. Like the when Luna was like promoting um, why not? Um, Gian was like one of, like the little guest hosts, mm-hmm. and you better believe she was there with her lightsaber. And she was like, Luna's the reason I'm a night of the day, y'all. Yeah. And then you see Luna in the back, like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love to see it. Love to see it. And then Gian and Olivia Hay actually um, did a little, you know, show together where, like, Olivia Hay surprised. They surprised Gian with Olivia Hay. Okay. Because Olivia Hay was, like, her favorite. So she was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, Olivia Hay brought a flowers. Oh. It was, it was cute. It was cute. Especially for Olivia Hay, who is, you know, not the most expressive person. Hey, 
We love our baby. Like, we love our baby. <laughs> like, she does cute things, but she doesn't like it all the time. <laughs> and that's fine. Like. <laughs> and then, Kim Up's second episode of um, King of the Mass Singer came out today. Mm-hmm. And she was eliminated 8 to 13. Oh. Tear, tear. Okay. <laughs> but she made a judge cry. So, you know. <laughs> who really lost like you know like, like y'all y'all are regretted it's fine like <laughs> and so she's like the fourth member of Luna so we're just like who's next yeah <laughs> so hopefully it's Cherry cause like our theory is like everybody that was like against Judge has been on the oh, show no. okay. so we're like Cherry Greg next yes yeah. <laughs> and um this week um yeah so last week um I don't know where Blackbird Creator was like um since you guys been asking oh um we're gonna promote um Star which is the English version of one of the B-side songs internationally so we're like Gary was asking, we didn't think y'all gonna do it. Like, you know, like, yeah, because they were like, y'all been asking, you know, because they wanted to play it on the radio. So, yeah. oh shit, okay. And so then the next day, teasers. We were like, excuse me? You're already? Like, like, they said, we, we, we ready. Here you go. And so they dropped like two different versions of teasers. And then we got a music video for Star. Wait, already? Like, yes. like, this is going to they fail. Yeah, this is. This, they said we got. They had already got it. That's what they said. Since y'all been asking, this shit was ready then. Like obviously, but like, <laughs> wow. And so I know it played on the radio station of the Philippines. And I think it played in a radio station here. I don't know if it was in California. Wow. Or not, but like. But still, that's that, played here. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they've been promoting the heck out of it because I've been getting the ads for the thing. I was like, I know, I watched it. I'll watch it again. Hey. <laughs> so Luna out here promoting. Luna out States. here. Like, girl, look at that. Okay, they said. They said. Here. Like, <laughs> Which is a shock because, you know, Blackbeard don't need sharing shit. Right. There's like, like a whole bunch of music videos that you know are shot that we ain't seen so we just like you know it'd be cute if we got a video and then it's like here it's like oh, okay <laughs> where's you, the real black bear creative well you don't know how to respond because it's like this is not your normal behavior what happened where's the real black bear creative <laughs> Whew. wow wow what a time to be alive huh like <laughs> yes it is it's, it's you know Great time to be in orbit. All right, and now it is time for the what what? Yes. What what? Oh. <sighs> um, I'm gonna start with the Fresh Prince reunion was this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, People, everybody's in their fields and it's like oh, oh. Because um, I was like. I, I've been meaning to cancel HBO Go. Okay. Like every time I go to cancel HBO Go, something happens. Something comes out, and I'm just like, mm. 
though right now I'm like waiting for the um, Euphoria because I like a Euphoria Christmas special. Oh, okay. So I'm waiting for that. And then I'm like, this is HBO Max. Ah, it wasn't cute. Yeah. I'll be back when this character comes back. Right. It's like. <laughs> but yeah, so we have the Fresh Fish reunion. Everybody's coming back to the, like, the recreation of the set. And, you know, they talk about, like, Will talks about, like, how the show was made. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, um, Quiz Jones invited me to his house for his birthday party. And I was like, it's Quiz Jones. I'm going to go to his house. And I so, mean. <laughs> and so he's like, I go to the party. And, like, there were all these, like, execs there. And then Quiz Jones calls all of them to, like, his, like, little room. And then he was like, hey, Will, come talk. To, I'm talking to you for a second. And so he was like, all right, so I got this idea for a show. Now, what you need to do is you need to go out there and convince them to make the show. <laughs> and wow. And like, uh, I need some time. Right. <laughs> it's like, how much time do you need? He's like, two weeks? He's like, two weeks. You need two weeks. But all the people you need to talk to are right here. Right here. And it's like, all right, give me 10 minutes. (laughs) And so, you know, he did his thing. And he was like, from the party to like shooting the first episode Mm -hmm. was like six weeks. Which, you know, if you know. It's insane. Very. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) And so, you know, they went through like the casting of everybody. They showed um, Alfonso Ribeiro's um, audition. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like, how did I get this job? <laughs> he was like, I wore a tracksuit to the audition. <laughs> That's how you got the job? Like, <laughs> he was like, there's no way I should have got this job. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I love that he wore a tracksuit icon. Like, <laughs> then, um, I forget the actress that played the little sister. Uh, Ashley? Yes. Well, the one that played Ashley, I, don't, I can't remember her name either. And, like, uh-huh. She talked about, like, you know, growing up literally on set, mm-hmm. like, learning and, you know, like, how big of an impact James, James Avery had on her. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, that was her learning. Yeah. Like, he was like, you know, he instilled, like, this importance on, like, you know, black literature on her and like she he would recommend things to her and like she was like that was very influential into like her learning process as an actor especially at that age yeah especially in an in industry like you know the entertainment industry back then yeah also being like a black woman like it's just like it's just ah oh, good stuff like <laughs> you know we had the change every moment you know yeah <laughs> or like they just show like a bunch of clips and like behind the scenes stuff and you know, talking about like just like moments like each of them had with them, and you know, you cried. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, like it's like Will was talking about like one scene where he like kept messing up the lines, and then he was like, James Avery was like, right here, you give me the energy right here, and like it was like you know he did it, got through it. And like at the scene, it was like a scene where they were crying. He was like, he was like, I was really crying. And it was like, and then James said to my ear, like, that's acting. And it's like, ah. Just like, it's a lot of good moments like that on set. Yeah. It's great. 
they also call that wheel. Because, oh. like, I think it was the actress that played Hurley. She was like, Will would say everyone's lines. Oh. <laughs> and so, and she was like, he was like, yeah. And like, one day you just blew up on him. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I think it was a rival. Oh, no. Because, like, Will was like, this is, like, my first big acting role. So, I knew everybody's lines. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they showed clips. And, like, if you go back and look, watch it. He's, like, mouth. He's mouthing lines. I need to go back and it. And he was like, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I'm mad she had to, like, go off on it one day. Like, oh, no. He was like, I didn't think it was that bad. I just, you know, learned everybody's stuff. So, like, I knew. Also, like he said, this is his first big thing. Like, he's just trying to, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's adorable, though. <laughs> and then we have our next big moment, which is, you know, the original of Viv. Like. Ooh. <laughs> controversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wow. was. It was nice to see. Mm hmm. Because, like, it's set up like she gets there first, and it's just like, oh, where's it? And, you know, they sit down, they sit down, and she was like, I'm so sorry for just, like, we've dragged each other back and forth in the media, and, like, it's just time to just, like, put it behind us. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Because baby, and I said she came for him. <laughs> she came for that man. That's what a, con- like, controversies like that, like, back in the day, like, it just, but like it was the the you know like <laughs> cause like on the show it was just like oh we gotta do a Viv yeah and it was like the joke was like oh a Viv you look different yeah and then that yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> behind the scenes yeah like, which they didn't get like deep deep into mm-hmm. but like she was just like you know she got pregnant and by when they went through contract negotiations I think they had cut her episodes, which in turn cut, you know, how much money she was going to make. Yeah. And she was just like, I'm not going to sign that. And so from there, they were just like, okay, well, we're just going to recast. I was like, okay. Yeah. And so then, you know, the whole thing came out. She was fired. She was like, this not on set. Scandals. Yeah. (laughs) And so she was like, well, you know, like... I'm a dark-skinned black woman. You called me difficult. And like, then replace me with a, you know, like... Well, no, you, just, you called me a black woman, dark-skinned black woman, difficult in a industry that already doesn't value dark-skinned black women. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then, like, the fact that they just replace her with a light-skinned woman, too. Like, that, on top of that. Well, no, it's, no, it's like, you've done that, so you've tanked her career. Like, she can't do anything. Like, and essentially that's what happened. Like, that happened, and the fallout from that is her job as an actress was kind of, her TV actress anyway is, uh, yeah. Cause it's like all those scandals, like, because all those scandals, like like you said, like a, like anybody else, is already a big thing. But like you said, for her being a Darcy woman at that time, and like, that's it. Because <laughs> she was because like they talked about, like, she talked about, like, how in set, like, she didn't talk to anybody on set, like you know, like castmates, because she was like, 
she felt like she couldn't trust anybody. She felt like she was in it by herself. Yeah. And so she was just like, it was, she was, she came off cold because like, she was like, I have all these things going on. Then on top of that, you know, how the negotiations were going, it was just like, I don't know who I can trust, so I'll just have my own back in this. Because mm-hmm. she was also talking about, she also said like, she was like in an abusive marriage. And so and she's having this baby, and so there's just a, a lot. lot. Yeah, I, it, I think her husband was unemployed too at the time, so it was just a lot going on for her internally, and then externally, you're calling her difficult. So it's just like really, like. <laughs> so yeah, so she was they they put it all you know it's water under the bridge now. They were all like, you know, Will was like, I was young, I didn't understand. At the time, I wasn't a parent either. Mm-hmm. And just like how much that she was scary. And yeah. So they hugged it out. It was cute. Um, they then she went like later on she met the rest of the cast, and the two upfields met. It was great. And uh, yeah, we cried some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yikes! Like all that going on, and then like that going like that. That's. Ugh, that's rough on so many levels. Like, <laughs> and so also I saw on Twitter. No, it was on. Yeah, it was on Twitter. <laughs> the Red Table Talk, <laughs> and it's about Will and Janet. So wow, wow, wow! <laughs> I haven't watched that one yet, so I was like, mm. I was supposed to watch, but I hadn't got to it yet. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. See what Will gotta say. Well, um, I actually got to read something because my house was under construction, so I like sat in the corner and read. <laughs> so I read um, the first, well, some of the first volume of Spy X Family, and so basically, I was on Facebook, and I'm in this anime group, and I saw like this. It was like this panel of a manga it was like this little girl and she was like we can make cookies and all that kind of stuff and she was like because you're like a friend of me and the girl that she was talking to started crying and I was like what is this cute shit and so like <laughs> I went in the comments and they told me what like manga it was and they were like protect Anya at all costs and I said who Anya I'm gonna find out so I started reading Spy X Family so the gist of this is you have this spy named Twilight he is this man, he is a spy, he does not have a past, he does not have a future, he is who you need him to be to, um, you know, complete the task, and then he disappears. Um, he's been on, like, a task for, like, a few weeks. It was him doing this espionage thing for, like, the government, and so he was this person, he had married this lady, and then his task was over. So he's like, we need to see other people. Goodbye. He, uh, you know, dipped down from the government position, and then that was it. And then immediately after that, he got another mission. And so it's this guy who is like this leader who's doing wrong, but he only shows up at his son's school. Like, he's very reclusive. He literally only shows up when the the, the uh, son has something going on in school. Otherwise, you do not see him. We don't even know where he goes, like how he leaves the, the school premises. And so they were like, in order to like do this mission, you need to become a parent. 
And Twilight was like, I don't do kids. Like, I don't, we don't know. He was like, you got to get a child. You got to get married. You got two weeks. And so Twilight was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the orphanage. I'm going to talk up. Because, he, you know, he's fine with talking up the ladies. Because, like, he had just, like, convinced his lady to marry him, like, you know, like, a month ago. So, like, he fine talking up the ladies. But he was, like, kids, though. So, he went to this orphanage. And he was, like, I'm going to go to, like, one of the, he's, like, it's sad to say, but I have to go to one of the lower end orphanage. So, like, you know, they don't, they don't have a good paper trail. So, they can't really track it. So, that they'll think that I'm her father. And so, like, he's going. And so, he goes to this orphanage. And the man is, like, yeah, you can pick whichever one. I don't care. And so, like, he's looking at this girl. He was like, how is she? Because he thought she was, like, four. And he was like, the child needs to be at least six to get into the prep school. And she was like, I'm six. And he was like, I don't believe it, but okay. <laughs> and so then he um, takes her. And in that instance, when he, like, grabs her hand, we find out that she's a telepath. And so he's like talking about the mission so she's like gathering all that shit up and he was like the child needs to have a high intellect blah 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 so she uh gathers from that she does like a whole crossword puzzle in like five minutes and then she uh does like some other stuff he was like i'll take her where's the papers he was like we ain't got papers he's like good and so like they leave and then they get an apartment he was like you are my child now and she's like reading all of his thoughts and she was like because she's been passed from, like, home to home because they call her weird, but she's just telepathic. And so she was like, I got to, this, this is going to be my last home. Like, I got to, you know, I got to make this last. But he's like, this is only going to be a month thing. And so, you know, like, <laughs> they're, like, mm-hmm. button heads. And, like, he brings her back to the apartment. He has his spy stuff in there. She unlocks the door because she remember him saying it. Um, and then she calls out to, like, the people in the organization. She was like, Twilight was here. If you and, then, and so obviously he comes home and they didn't invade his house and took her and he's like no it's over it's over with he's like he rescued her he shot the people and he was like I'm not doing this he's like I'm gonna tell the organization that I can't do it and then so he like literally drops her back off at the thing and then he's going home and he turns around and she's there like she followed him and she was like you are my forever home you are the last (laughs) chance that i have we gonna be together and he was like i (laughs) so that's like basically like the gist of this is like how they are going to live how is he going to live life now with this child and like she hasn't told him that she's a telepath but she is if trained properly she could be you know invaluable to him so shenanigans not shenanigans not the kind but like you know like just hijinks of how they are going to get along. So that's like the gist of Spy X Family. And apparently, very soon, there's going to be a mother. So I'm going to keep reading and see who that is. Because <laughs> how she get along in the family, I don't know. Uh. Right. So today, um, I can't, well, actually, it was like last week. It's just like been in like, I'm in my webpage for like a week. Okay. Um, Booktube. Uh, so it's a series on YouTube where um, they bring in these authors to talk about the books. Oh yeah! And so that's what I sent you. Mm-hmm. I sent you the one with Michelle, um, Obama. Michelle Obama, John Green, and John Green. <laughs> and so there's like a mini panel of people, and they're just kind of like YouTubers that are fans of the author. Because mm-hmm. like I was watching the one with ooh, Margaret Atwell, and it had Amory 
and Evelyn from Mamie Nets. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, this is good content, I, but yeah. I remember seeing it, I was like, is that right, Murray? I was like, yes. It tracks. <laughs> she's, she's a YouTuber now. What a, what a good lineup. Like, <laughs> what a good lineup. <laughs> but, um, the first one I saw was Jacqueline Woodson. And so I know Jacqueline Woodson because, um, university there was there's a book festival every year mm-hmm. and so I think it was either 2015 or 2016 um, she got the Ezra Jack Keats award and I was there filming it mm-hmm. so I was like Jacqueline Watson love her um, so I watched this one did not know she was queer found oh. that out I was like I don't remember that from that I was like you know Mississippi. I was like, probably, how would probably Jill was like kind of left it out with it. Yeah, I was like, how do you bring it, especially here? You don't just, you know, we'll downplay that part a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they're just like talking about how she brought her experiences into her books, mm-hmm. and just like little pieces of like how she, because like there's this one book that she wrote that's like, I think they're poems of her past and so she was like it took her like four years of research to do it so it's just like her recalling from her own memory and also her just like asking other yeah. people that grew up with her about you know her <laughs> yeah so and so she was like you know you have to take in all that information then there's a lot of going back and forth with the editor to try to make sure that it follows the continuity mm-hmm. and it's really just like a really cool process especially hearing it from her and just like how to approach a work so I really like like I really that's what I like type of content I like just like people like you know discussing processes of how they do a thing yeah yeah cause like in another one she was talking about like it was set around 9-11 and just she was like I remember she was like she remember walking the streets of New York and seeing like she was like people always talk about like you know the impact of it but also like a lot of black and brown people were lost during that mm-hmm. and she was like not a lot of people talk about it because she was like I used to walk the streets of New York and like all I would see are posters or flyers are just like have you seen so and so and just like everywhere and how she wanted to bring that into the world of her story and there's this yeah. Really cool. So I want to go back and read some of those. So, girl, I'm going to be reading book books now. They're going to have no pictures. I don't know what to do. Them thick books. Like, you got to read them. Them big boys. They're going to take some weeks to read. Yeah, you, I don't know how to do that, guy. You, you got to get in the thick of it now. Like, <laughs> It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a journey. It's gonna be great though. Like, <laughs> I love that. This is a big boy book. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, this, um, it's gonna be great. <laughs> also, I watched Michelle Obama's um, episode and I was just like, what a woman. Michelle Obama. Like, Michelle like, Obama. <laughs> like, in my lifetime, I think I've seen like what three, four first ladies. Three. I want to say when I was three. 
four. I'm sorry. Because I like I remember. Omitted some. I remember Clinton. I remember Bush. Bush had two terms. Obama had two terms. Dump. That's what, <laughs> that's what I admitted. I was like, three, three. Like, <laughs> I don't. Was yeah. I born for the first Bush and the first Bush? No. No. Girl, maybe, but I, I, but you didn't remember, obviously. So, no, but I'm just saying, like in my lifetime, like, <laughs> or maybe I'm just uh, tripping. Like, not not the W, the first one, like <laughs> H. Yeah, not H W H H W. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, sermon ended on ninety three. Okay. So yeah, it was like four or five. But just like, I don't know, out of the first ladies, Michelle Obama just always stands out. And like, I don't know if that's just like because I relate to her. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why she stands out. Because, like, you know, I don't know, for me, it's just like other first ladies are kind of just like the first ladies. Does that make sense? No, I mean, it's like, just like, they're just like the wife. Well, I mean, besides like Hillary, but like you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, like there's a there's like there's a myriad myriad of reasons like why she stands out because like one her like academic background just just to name one like it's like a whole bunch of reasons and also it's like she's a very very successful black woman like, like so like there there are a myriad of like, reasons like that was that's the thing it's just like for me in my head because you know people like like Obama didn't do anything I was like. You know, we're not gonna get into that. Like, like we cannot be told that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we're just, we're talking about Michelle. Like, <laughs> but like the Obamas is like a whole. I always felt like, you know, Brockett. You know, he's a president, so you know, mm. on that scene. But like outside of that, I felt like they were very much equals. Yeah, because like, like both very intelligent people mm-hmm. with like this extensive background, and like both are, you know, formidable on their own. Yeah, like I said, because, like, her academic history, like, just by itself can destroy any a lot of people. Like, and that's not even her personality. We're literally just going off of that. And then you add the personality. You add, like, the what's going like, her charisma. Like, you just add stuff. And it's, like, watching her speak, I was just like, oh, my God, that's Michelle Obama. Yeah. And, like, I'm watching a video. <laughs> just like, From last year. Like, mind you. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this is Michelle Obama. Like, like, cause you can say that, like, cause like what you were talking about, like how the other first ladies, cause I, I mentioned Hillary, but it, it also, Hillary had to go through two presidencies with her, uh, you know, her husband, the president, and then also do stuff herself for her to be memorable. Michelle was memorable, like. But like, even Hillary, I don't, there's, I don't know if there's an aura about Michelle that I'm just like, you, you gravitate to her. And like you know, we know we know Hillary, and like, and Hillary's just like it's Hillary. You know? No, I'm not. Like she's she's like again another woman that's like intelligent in her own right, and like you know formidable, yeah. but also it's just like. But that's what I was talking about. Like she had to go through all that. I'm not putting her down at all, but I'm saying like, for just a common person that is you know attuned to that kind of stuff and not 
very ignorant. Like, to, like, not respect her, but, like, to see her, she had to go through that and then, like, go through that thing on her own for us to kind of, like, see her as a formidable person. But Michelle, like, day one, when when Obama was president, you have President Obama and then you got Michelle Obama, you know? Like, <laughs> so it's like, day one, you're like, who's who's that? I, I, I want to, you know, like, she, she, she's good. She's great. Like, she's, you, you, you see her. So... But like, I want to know Michelle Obama. I don't really want to know Hillary Clinton, you know. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, <laughs> I mean, like, you're you're coming at it now, kind of like a like a idol standpoint, a little bit. I know. <laughs> like that, that's, 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 that's what you do. Like, that's I, how, I know. That's, I, that's, like, that's like that one video, Michelle Obama. That's how I feel. Like I want to know Michelle Obama. I want to sit in the same room as Michelle Obama. <laughs> How I would do it, I, I would never know. Yeah, that's a, that's some tall boots. That's a tall some boots. Actually, I was almost in the same room with Michelle Obama. And I saw about Southwest. Oh yeah, she was there. But you didn't appreciate her like you do now. Like, sure did. <laughs> you didn't appreciate it like you do now. But I was trying to get in that room. Yeah, I was like, that's a tall order, about as tall as the room of those yellow holographic boots that she had on. Baby, <laughs> look, uh, baby, everybody was mad. I said, for what? For what? Fashion. <laughs> Right, y'all don't know it, <laughs> but yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, like, just like that. Maybe just think about the Obamas in general. It's just like, you know, just so much. I don't know, but I see them. It's just like, especially like in the video, she was talking about like one of her first times with Barack, and she was like, he picked her up and like. This your little, little tour up car. She was like, I looked down and said, Is that the street? <laughs> she said, Dude. <laughs> I was like, Whew. Relatable. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, outside of the politics things, like, the Obamas were like just relatable people. Mm-hmm. Like, you would, like, you know, if you saw them look like, Hey, hey, you know. <laughs> Cause like they have an actual, they're they're human. Yeah, you know. Whereas everybody else, like you said, like you wouldn't want to meet Hillary Clinton, and like I said, nothing against her, but it's just like, what do you talk about? You know, like if you ever, even just as a passing, saw her, what do you? Nothing. Like, but if like you met Obama, Michelle, like, like if you yeah. saw the Obamas out on the street, you know, they shoot the shit with you. You know. <laughs> I love. I love you. Like I just, I just <laughs> want to meet. <laughs> Jay's new obsession with Obama. Like, I always liked Michelle Obama. But yeah, like. But like now. <laughs> I, get, I wish you guys could have saw that look. Like, you just like, because like, obviously, like, what is there to dislike? So it's always been a thing. Uh-huh. But now it's like, it's like that. It's like it's like this abstract construct. And now I'm gonna come in here next like, week. Cheers for place Oprah. And uh, now, I'm co- now I'm gonna come in here next week, and Jake will have an Obama post up in next week. There's gonna the be a Obama mural <laughs> on my black wall. Like, cause this is this is the energy when Jay likes likes a thing. Like, cause this is giving me K-pop energy. Like, this is the level that you. <laughs> this is the level that you've gone into. Like, I, I I've seen this excitement before. I know where this is going. So next week I'll be talking about the Michelle Obama podcast. <laughs> 
we're gonna have a segment and the no podcast is gonna be like Michelle watch like you know <sighs> but yeah I, I was like I've seen this energy before cause like you know it was like talking calmly and then I was like oh no he's, he's gone he's gone I was like I'm gonna let him go but yeah it's just like so much grace so much class <laughs> confidence and dignity I'm just like I wanna be this but I can't cause you know I ain't that much of a bad bitch who is though? Like, cause like Michelle Obama. Like I said, like I know I keep coming back to this, but I just look at this baby, like like this lady's like history. I'm like, how you do that? How? How are you doing that? Didn't didn't Brock one time say like I don't know why she she chose me? me. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. How? Like how he how, how did he get the grace of friends? How he, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're just all like. Brock do better. <laughs> I feel like that's just like, like Brock do better. <laughs> Either that or like they they didn't say anything because they were like us like how, how, especially like when he was like young. They were like, I mean you cute or whatever, but how? Like you know, like, like how you do that? Like, girl, she wasting her time. Like like. You know? Huh. She was like, okay, he, he'll fix it up. Huh? Yeah. I, I can do it. Like, yeah. This is a personal project. It's going to be some great watch. Like, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> so, um, speaking of a personal project, <laughs> listen to uh, Will and Raina's relationship podcast, which stopped being a relationship podcast after five minutes. <laughs> of course. Also, like after listening to that whole thing I saw a comment and it was like Will just made this so he could shoot the shit with Raina uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like duh so well know. I mean you know this is like the third first episode <laughs> also I realized by like one Raina's appearance and then like some of the things that were said in the podcast that this third first episode took place in like July <laughs> and they're just not publishing it cause like I was like some, I was like something she said she said something and she also said something about her grand, grandfather who had since passed and then she said something else about like going yeah, she was like I, she had to take him on like therapy yeah and, and then she said something else about like the summer I said wait a minute <laughs> like this this is strong July vibes and turns out it was but basically the gist of the podcast initially was supposed to be Will Cindy Raina um these stories and it's kind of like an advice a relationship advice column coming from them which in itself is hilarious because will is very single for unknown reasons but obvious unknown reasons and then Raina has been in a relationship for like 20 years <laughs> and she's 30 but like you know she's she been with mike literally forever which she explained on the first episode where like they had been together and then like they weren't together but they were rooming together but they weren't seeing nobody else and she was like we could have been fucking all the time but we didn't um, <laughs> and so the first you know the first problem they had was this girl in this group of people that hunt former spirits in in the woods and you know everything was cool and then the one guy that was hunting you know the spirits he said he wanted to do some freaky stuff with her. He said it was a freak. She was like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, they, they did what they did. And then they said, you know, he doing freaky stuff with this other girl in the group. And they don't call her no more. <laughs> and, oh, but, but before that, they got in a relationship. But, like, he said he didn't want to get in a relationship with nobody. And he locked her. She Well, in Raina's word, she locked him down. And now they won't talk to the first girl no more. Mm. Radio silence. <laughs> 
She was like, I just want to hug ghosts again. <laughs> I know, because I, I love how she was cool with it. She was like, if y'all together, that's fine. But we supposed to be hunting spirits. You know, we we, we, we we can at least do that. No? Okay. She was like, I just want to do that. Because obviously, you know, I guess from where they are, it's not really many that many people that do that. So that was the group. And now she don't have the group, you know. Kind of don't want to hunt spirits by yourself. Um, and they helped her for like 2.5 seconds. <laughs> and then they that's how we learned about, and then we went into like relationship stuff, and that's how we learned about Raina. And then they started talking about their day, and then she started talking about a video that she was doing, which is another thing that aged the video, because she was talking about she did a video about like what she missed from being in America, and that video came out in July. <laughs> and so I was just like, wow. I wonder if it's going to go on some more. Have they shot any other episodes? Are there like five episodes, too, that they're going to put out for Christmas? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, I, Who I, knows? Also, Raina talking about how her mama thinks she's going to kill somebody was my favorite part. I mean, it's not, not you know, far-fetched. I know, yeah. Going, we, Raina's anger issues. <laughs> it's like we knew, we know and we love Raina for that reason. But hearing, like, stories of her family say it just makes it that much better. Like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, remember, I still remember the episode of Super Petty Fizzer where she was, like, going off about this lady. She was like, and that little cot. I was like, ooh. I actually had, I was going through my Instagram, and this was, like, years and years ago, like, Super Panic Frenzy Day, maybe even before, I quoted Raina. She called somebody a dog bitch or something, like, and I, uh-huh. I, I cried, because I, I, I think it was the same episode. I, I made that a, a typography thing, because I love the quote. I was like, Raina never changed. Never changed. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, that was a good, I was going to say first episode, but that was a good segment. I'm just going to call it a segment because I don't, I don't think we're going to see any more of that again. It was, it was great, though. Mm. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> Speaking of a time. Oh, God. Um, X of Swords event is still going on. Of course. Um, and baby, things been happening. <laughs> and so, like, the premise of Exosword is, like, you know, um, Krakoa and Akrako, is what I'm going to say it's pronounced as. Okay. Um, are two, you know, nations, essentially, <laughs> of mutants. And so, it's a winner-take-all. And so, you know, each side has their ten mightiest fighters. hmm And they're going to go head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're thinking, okay, we got the swords. It's going to be a sword fight. Was not <laughs> um, no ma'am. <laughs> so the first little event, it was an actual sword fight um, with um, Betsy Braddock, formerly known as Psylocke. Okay, they're two different people now. Okay, yeah, I remember. I remember this. So <laughs> you know, Betsy, um, she is the new Captain Britain. Okay, um, Saturn, she does not like that because <laughs> um, Betsy's brother was actually Captain Britain. And he was like, don't want to be that. I'm Captain Athlon now. Goodbye. <laughs> and so, baby, that sword fight started. <laughs> so it was hit the first time. Ding. But was like, mm, I, I, I can take you. So it's hit again. Best it shattered into pieces. Like a whole person? Whole person. Like, baby, she glass. Oh. She shattered. She was on the ground in pieces. Oh. They swept her up. What? 
and uh, we were all the beauties and the beasts. Uh, all the X Men X Men was just like, the fuck just happened, right? She gone go. Because <laughs> also, yeah, the thing is, because it's taking place in the other world. So and if you died in the other world, mm-hmm. you dead dead. Yikes. R.I.P. Bitsy. Because like, <laughs> like, if you die on like regular Earth, you can get resurrected. Mm-hmm. Baby, you die over there, you dead dead. Best of dead dead. <laughs> it's like crossing the name R.I.P. Like, <laughs> Actually, what to do. Because like, at the beginning of each book, they give like the roster. X. Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the second event, like, we thought it was going to be this fight. And, like, they had Doug, who was, like, his power is essentially that he can communicate with anything. Okay. Um, they whisked him away. And then when they brought him back, it was his wedding. <laughs> and so, like, he married this other mutant from Arkiko, who no one can understand. Not even him. He was like, How you're the first person I can understand. I oh, think wow. I love you. <laughs> it's a connection. <laughs> That's what we call it. Like- <laughs> then Wolverine was like in this thing that was called Fight to Die. <laughs> and so like Wolverine took us you know, fight to the death. Yeah, that's what that's what sounds like. Win. No. He kills his opponent. They say you lose. It was fight to die. He died, he won. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> so, like what I say. Okay, so but but old dude is, is dead, dead for real. He did that. But he won. He won. So what does that mean for Wolverine? They don't get the point. Okay. And so like all these events are happening, and the X Men are just getting their ass kicked. And I think it was like nineteen to three at one point. <laughs> And they're just like, something ain't right. But maybe they get that ass whooped. What a what a time. Like <laughs> Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And like in the last one, um, Nathan Summers was like in a fight, but he can kill nobody. <laughs> and so he called, he called Jean Grey and said, Mama I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can I can be the real cable. <laughs> oh my fucking god! What a, what? <sighs> like this, this thing is wild. A trip, <laughs> and I love it. Oh, because like it could have been just like you know regular sword fight. Yeah, like, it could have been just like a little event. Real serious. They said that's too all the shenanigans. They said that's too plain. All the shenanigans. We finna go over here, and then over there, and you're not gonna know. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, last on my list. I've got to go, like, kind of quick because, like, this is hilarious, though. But I found this podcast through Ostium called Greater Boston. And <clears throat> it sounds just literally like one of those local, like, things that, you know, like, like local interviews. That's what it first sounds like, like local interviews that they had compiled together into a podcast. And so that's what you think it is. But I was like, it was featured on Ostium. There's more to that. Um, and so, you know, you, you're getting everything and then you realize that it's actually like the main characters are like this family called the Stomatuses. And so <laughs> you have Leon Stomatus, who is like, I think, the oldest son. And you have Mika Stomatus, who is like the oldest daughter. And like everybody's grown. 
And so, because I think Leon's like 39. So, Leon is like notorious for like planning. When I said planning, because he, he always told like his friend Mike, he was like, you have to plan one step ahead and then you have to plan three steps ahead of that. And so, this man literally has a planner like up until the next year of like things to do. And so, he broke up with his girlfriend. He had already planned it happening. He just had to tell her. Um, like, and so, he had planned that out and... He was also planning to see their mom, who is passed, like he was going to see her gravesite. And so then Mika, who her main thing is like she just wants to be a star. And she was like, you broke up with, I forgot the girlfriend's name. Let's go somewhere different. Let's go somewhere spontaneous. Leon don't do spontaneity. So he agrees only because like it's his little sister so he, they go and they go to this theme park and they go on a roller coaster leon hate roller coaster but he's doing it because it's his sister and he get on the roller coaster and then the roller coaster ends and mika Lagova and leon did that man died this first episode so this ain't nothing like this man died um my favorite thing is like they go back like almost every episode they go back from a different perspective and so my favorite episode thus far was it was during his funeral and they did a jump cut to the roller coaster operator her experience about what happened so she was like i was operating a roller coaster and like i told everybody to get off and the two people in the front seat didn't move and so she was like you know what the hell going on and so she walks up to him and like no one's crying or anything so she was like i obviously didn't think the man was dead and so like she walked up to mika and she's like she said he did and i said the fuck (laughs) 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 what you mean and like she she kept saying he did i said who and she said leon i "I don't know that man and so And so, like, that goes on. And so, like, obviously she calls the, you know, the authorities and whatnot and things happen. And then she was like, you know, they fired me. I didn't do nothing to that man. Why they fired me? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, Greater Boston is great. Like I said, like, it, every episode is, like, a different perspective of, like, one event. And obviously, like, since it's, like, the defining event and it's, like, the first few episodes, is Leon's death and so it's like going over how everybody is like coping with it is like from people that didn't know him like the operator to people that do know him like Mika because I like now Mika you know like her thing was to get famous and now she was like fuck all that like I killed my brother and like that's how she feels even though it's not her fault but like she's like I killed my brother and then they have another uh, younger brother named Dimitri he went off of the submarine don't nobody know where the man at um like <laughs> Like he went off to go hunt Bigfoot and then he went on a submarine and ain't heard from him since. Yes, Lord. Bigfoot, Jesus. It's it's a lot. And then like you have Mike who is Leon's best friend who is a recovering alcoholic. And now that Leon's gone, he is slowly turning into the new Leon, which is kind of creepy. You know, so I don't know where it's going, but it's going to be a great and very weird and fun ride. And I'm ready. Also, like, a kindred spirit in that roller coaster operator. The fuck? <laughs> I think about that more than I should. <gasps> all right. So we thank you all for listening yes. to the podcast. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. To live. I'll be watching the show up on podcasts. Oh, my God. <laughs>